Is anybody out there, have y'all ever like sued an apartment complex or anything like that? There's a maintenance man on fire in Joe's apartment. He sounds like he's getting beat to death with a hammer as well while he's burning. Can we go in there? Uh, no, not unless somebody's home. Maybe it was just getting late. Maybe they didn't want to hear Michael Jackson material. I wish I could have came up with like maybe a pedophile from like the 40s or 50s so they could have related to it better. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. What's going on with you? Your old pal Joe checking in with you on a motherfucking Monday, people. How about that? How about that for you? Who does that for you? Nobody. Nobody does that but me. Don't ever forget it. (laughs) I hope you're doing good, people. I hope you're doing better than you ever thought you possibly could be doing. And if you're not, hey, that's okay. It's still early in November, but flip that shit around. It's the holiday season. You don't need to be a bummer not having your shit together when you go see your family. So get it together so you have a little something nice to bring to the old dinner table this holiday season. But Joe, I don't have a family. Well, you know, maybe if you had your shit together, they would have kept you around, something like that. I don't know, people. I don't know. What do we got going on? Nothing, really. Nothing at all to promote. I'll be in Cincinnati next month at Go Bananas uh, in December with, uh, I don't even remember the dates or who I'm going to be with, people. I'll tell you more about that (laughs) next week, some other fucking time. I'm uh, usually recording this on Sundays, but I'm recording this on Monday morning. So hey, if you're checking this out on YouTube, there is no video. Why is there no video? Because it's early Monday morning. I didn't have time to Put my face on this morning. You know what I mean? Get my hair washed. Get my tits looking nice for you people on the <laughs> on YouTube. So it's going to be all fucking audio. I was out of town this weekend, so I didn't get to do my usual uh, podcasting on, uh, on Sunday. So we're doing it Monday morning. You know how it goes. This is what happens, you know? But uh, real quick, I just want to, you know, we'll say thanks to everybody who's been checking out my album, Ladies and Leftovers. It came out a couple weeks ago. Uh, y'all have been fucking great with the feedback and everything. I hope you've streamed it. I hope you've listened to it. I really appreciate it. And uh, if you watch the special on YouTube, hey, man, fucking thank you. I've been shocked by how well that thing has been doing on YouTube. If you don't know, people, the album, we filmed it, right? Back in June when I recorded it, we filmed it as well. My buddy Liam Nelson. If you ever need some video work done, uh, look that dude up. Liam Nelson is great. And uh, if you want to get in touch with him, let me know. But if you ever need any video work done, Liam's great. So we shot the video, and uh, I had no intentions of putting it out on YouTube, but someone was like, hey, you should just put that out too, because why aren't you? And I was like, oh, that's that's a very valid point. Why not? You know, what a great fucking point to make. So I threw it up on YouTube, so all the new people who have fucking subscribed to the channel, you know, it's not a ton of views, but it's up to almost 5,000, all right? That's more than anything I've ever done. So I appreciate you guys checking it out and giving it a shot. And there's been fucking nothing but good feedback. Nothing but good feedback. The only shitty feedback that people have been giving me is that uh, there's someone in the audience laughing a bit too much. <laughs> Someone's having too good of a time, and some people just can't stand it. They don't like uh, the sound of someone's laugh throughout a whole comedy show, I guess, for whatever reason. 
But uh, overall, been a lot of positive feedback from it, so I appreciate it. And hey, if you checked out the uh, the audio of it, and maybe you want to watch it. Maybe you want to go, hey, I'd like to look at Joe while he tells jokes. Well, that's available on my YouTube channel. So go check it out. And once again, if you're new to all the podcast and the whole my whole little world that I got <laughs> going on, my little Joe Kelly universe, I appreciate you all fucking joining in and, and checking out the shit, man. It's been fucking wonderful. The positive feedback I have gotten has been absolutely insane. You know what I mean? And it's been mostly from strangers. That's what's been fun. A few friends have checked it out, gotten back to me, whatever. But the the amount of people who I have no fucking clue who they are, who have said great things, has been... Uh, it's it's warmed my, my cold, dead heart. All right? It feels fucking, uh, it feels pretty cool. So go check it out, man, if you haven't. I appreciate the fuck out of it, everybody. Just feeling good. Feeling appreciative this Monday morning. You know what I mean? A lot of positivity flowing through my dick and butthole. (laughs) Those are the most sensitive parts of the body, right? So why not be filled with nothing but uh, positive energy, positive vibes up in your stinker? (laughs) Oh, man. What else is fucking, another, re- I'm not doing the fucking video right now is because I haven't had heat in, at all, this is winter is approaching. We got no heat in the apartment right now. So I'm just bundled up looking like a, looking like a, a Midwest, es- Midwest Eskimo. You know what I mean? A broke Eskimo here with my North Face fucking hoodie on. It's absolutely insane, people. I don't know why I'm still living in this apartment, to be honest with you. If you're a regular listener to this podcast, you know, you know, you already fucking know that every other week it's always some goddamn thing with this fucking apartment complex, whether it's the water or people stealing mail or fucking someone locking their dog up for a whole weekend. So it just barks the whole fucking time. And I still want to stab that dog, people. I still want to stab that dog just because it keeps barking. It stops once in a while, but it's just continuous. But anyway, I tried to fill out a maintenance request to get someone to come check out the heat for me last week, right? I believe I did it on Thursday. Last Thursday, I filled out a maintenance request. They said, hey, we got your request. We'll come fix your heat, you know? And I'm pretty sure maintenance gets done at five, right? I just have a feeling because as soon as 450 hits... I get a notification that the request for my service has been completed. Meanwhile, I work from home. You know what I mean? I sit here pretty much all day. I go out, go get a run in or something like that, you know? But I'm here all day, and I know nobody came to this fucking apartment. But that's what they do. That's how these motherfuckers play you. You know what I mean? They fucking jack up the rent, and then they don't do shit. So I'm sitting here cold, and I'm like, well, I know how this goes, right? So I'll just fill out another request for service and go, hey, let me put a note here to let you guys know that, hey, we didn't get no fucking heat taken care of, okay? So I put that in on Friday, another service uh, request. And probably by like 1 o'clock in the afternoon, same shit happens. Someone goes, hey, we fixed your heat. And I go, no, you didn't, because I've been here. I didn't go anywhere. No one came in. So it's just like, fuck, man. And my buddy was coming down from Nashville, Josh Lewis. He was coming to stay the night because we went down to uh, Fort Walton on Saturday and did a show. But 
you know, it's I'll be fine. You know, I'll be fine being cold. I can live that way. But, uh, you know, I would like to have it warm for a guest. I even mopped for my old buddy, Josh. So I like to, you know, make it nice, make it homey. He's going to crash on the couch, whatever. So he gets here around, I don't know, three o'clock ish. So I decide, hey, I'll just call maintenance and say, this is an emergency because they consider not having heat an emergency, right? So I call, call the emergency maintenance number. I say, hello, this is Joe Kelly. I live in this particular apartment. We don't have any heat. I put in a few requests for to have it taken care of. It's not getting taken care of. And they, dude immediately calls me back. He says, hello, is this uh, Mr. Joe Kelly? And I said, well, goddamn, yes, it is. You must have gotten my message. And he says, by God, I sure did, Joe. And let me tell you something, I'm on an emergency mission right now. But as soon as I finish up with this emergency, I can come take care of your emergency. And I'm like, well, goddamn, mister, that sounds fucking great. You know? So it's Friday. This is around 3, 3.30. I have to leave at 6 to go up to, or about 6, 6.30, I guess it was, somewhere in between there. To go up to Marietta, because we got a show. Josh came down. I got us a show up in Marietta. We're going to go tell some jokes. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm burning the, what is it, the midnight oil. And uh, waiting for the, the maintenance guy to come. And he's not coming. And, you know, it's, it's a little bit after 6, probably 6.10, 6.15. I'm like, hey, Josh, we got to get going, man. We got to get on the road. I wish this maintenance guy, maintenance guy would come. But at least he's on his way. You know what I mean? At least he's on his way. So we head out. We aren't on the road, but for five fucking minutes, and I get a phone call from the maintenance guy. And he says, uh, hey, Joe, is this, uh, is this Big Papa Joe? And I say, well, goddamn, yes, sir. It certainly is, Big Papa Joe. Thank you once again for calling me. I can't wait for you to fix my heat. And he goes, well, I'm here. I'm ready to fix your heat for you, sir. I'm standing outside your door. And I said, well, hey, that's great. You can go on in. I'm not there right now. I have some business I have to handle. But you are welcome to enter my apartment and get my heat taken care of. And you know what this motherfucker says? You know what this motherfucker says to me, people? He said, I can't go into your apartment because this is an emergency. And I'm like, what? And he goes, yeah, we can only come into your apartment for an emergency if you are home. What the fuck? Do you know what I'm saying, people? What the fuck? First of all, if this was a legit emergency, you know what I mean? Let's say it's not 62 degrees outside. Let's say it's 30 degrees outside and I have no heat. Don't you think? Just, just don't you fucking think that, hey, maybe I'm going to try and go be somewhere warm since my heat doesn't fucking work. You know what I mean? You think I'm just going to sit here and freeze to death in hopes that you show up on time? No. Why would I have to be here for you to handle an emergency? You know what I mean? If my apartment is on fire, does that mean no one's going to put it out unless I'm sitting on my couch while the flames burn around me? Is that what that means? If I go, hey, we have an extreme gas leak right now. I feel like I might get carbon monoxide poisoning. They'll be like, well, if you aren't in there dying from carbon monoxide poisoning, we can't come in and take care of it. 
You know? It just makes no fucking sense. I don't understand that. Why, if it's just a regular rigmarole fucking problem, you can come in. But if it's, I'm very, very cold right now. It's been getting cold at night. I would like some heat. We pay for it. Why can't I use my heat? They go, well, you got to be there for us to take fucking care of it. And it's like, you motherfucker. You know what I mean? Why? How much sense does that make, people? Does anybody know? (laughs) Can I get some money off of this somehow, people? Is anybody out there, have y'all ever like sued an apartment complex or anything like that? How, How can I not only get my heat back on, but also get some money out of these motherfuckers? Because this seems absolutely goddamn ridiculous to me. That I can't, that you have, you need me to be here to fix what is considered an emergency. Our apartment's flooding. Well, you better be swimming. You better be swimming in the living room or we can't come in and stop the flood. What the fuck? And then he's like, well, just give us a call early tomorrow morning and we can come by then. And it's like, well, I got to leave in the morning. I got to get on the road in the morning. You know? I don't have time to wait around for you to fuck off and then come, you know, when I'm trying to leave again. It's like, God damn it, man. So then I tried to call him this morning. <laughs> Got back from Fort Walton yesterday. I'm like, hey, I'd like to get that heat taken care of. So I called the, the fucking, the, whatever, the maintenance number, the main number, and the motherfucking thing's disconnected. What do I do, people? That's the emergency maintenance number, too. I don't know how else to get a hold of them other than going through that number. And it was just fucking disconnected this morning. Who do I sue? Who can help me get some money or at least get me out of this fucking situation? (laughs) Reduce the rent. Something. Something. I need something on the back end of all this bullshit. It's fucking cold. I'm so tired of it. I'm so tired of this fucking place. How? How can I get some money from my suffering? I'm suffering, people. I'm hurting. My work is being affected by all this. You know? I need one of those shady-ass 1-800 lawyers on a billboard or something like that. Because this is fucked up. This is fucked up. Fortunately, I'm a big, strong man. I know how to take care of myself and keep myself warm. But still, it's the principle of the matter. The fact that it's an emergency and you can't come in. That I gotta be here suffering for you for you to come fix the fucking problem. <laughs> uh, I don't understand it. I don't. I don't understand it. Ugh. This is why I mean, this is why you buy property, right? This is why you get out of the apartments and get in a house. Or maybe just get into a better fucking apartment. I don't know, people. I don't fucking know. But this has been just the, just something. Just another fucking thing you got to deal with at this apartment complex. But it's like, God damn it. For real, though. If y'all know how I can sue this apartment complex, <laughs> please let me know. Because if not, I will start a fire in the living room just so I can stay a little bit warmer than I have been. You know? I'll, you know, I, I will, I swear to God, I'll start by burning that dog that keeps barking and then I'll start burning some of these maintenance people, <laughs> but no one, Hey, if I set the dog on fire, 
And then somebody's like, hey, there's a dog that sounds like it's on fire in Joe's apartment. That's an emergency. And they'll be like, well, if Joe's not there, we can't go save that dog. I'm sorry. (laughs) There's an emergency. There's a maintenance man on fire in Joe's apartment. He sounds like he's getting beat to death with a hammer as well while he's burning. Can we go in there? Uh, No, not unless somebody's home. Not unless somebody's home. What the fuck? What in the fucking fuck, people? God damn it. (sighs) At least I I went to the beach, though. You know, went down to the beach on Saturday. Had a nice time in Fort Walton. Always do. Fort Walton's a fun place. Fort Walton, Florida. Have you ever been there? It's very, very nice. It's always a good time. They take care of you down there. Put me in a put me in a hotel room that had water, heat, and air. You know what I mean? Had some breakfast in the morning too, and some scrambled eggs. Oh, it was fantastic. The show was fun. The show was pretty fun. I took my buddy Josh down there. Usually it's just a three-person show, right? They do host, feature, headliner. It's my first time headlining the club down there. So that was fun. That was neat. Um, but I guess there was somebody, a fella in town from Chicago, and he had hit up the owner of the club, Mark. Mark's a great guy. He hit up Mark and let Mark know, hey, I'm coming through. I'm just going to be in town. Maybe I can get some time on your show. I'm a comic. I studied under Tina Fey. And Mark's like, sure, absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's not like the club down there is not like a standard comedy club. It's kind of a venue. Basically, they start at 8 and they go until 4 in the morning. Not just, not comedy. Comedy is an hour and a half or whatever. But the whole venue. So they're just there to keep people in, keep people entertained. So Mark's philosophy is like, well, if you guys want to do a two fucking hour show, you can do a two hour show. If we got extra comics and want to do time, let them do 15, 20 minutes. We'll, you know, we'll we'll do extra time here. No one's got to go anywhere. They're going to, the people who are at the show are going to stay in the venue anyway and just do something else. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. So dude from Chicago gets there and, uh, you know, he's like, well, how much time am I doing? I'm like, well, you do like 15, 20. I'll light you at 15, you know, and uh, you wrap it up from there. And he's like, okay, great. You know, studied under the great Tina Fey. I figured he had some fucking chops. Wrong. <laughs> fucking wrong as can be, you know. <laughs> this dude, the host went up. He did great. He's like a local. He works at the venue. He was fun. He knows the people in there. He knows how to get them going. And this guy from Chicago went up. And man, 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 what a, what a stinker. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Laid a goose egg up on that stage. He was, uh, he bombed. He only did five minutes too. He just did five minutes and then dipped out and left the stage. Gave a shitty intro to my buddy, Josh. (laughs) So it was a fucking, is a fucking disaster. There's a lot of these people out here, especially on the road and shit, where like, oh, you know, I'll do some time. I got this, that, and the other credit for whatever reason. And then he fucking, uh, you know. I just think, listen, if someone, t- if, you, if you tell me to do 15 minutes and I say, okay, you could bet your ass, I'll at least, I don't care if I'm bombing, I'm going to stand up there and eat my balls for 15 minutes if that's what it takes. But also... If it's like going bad and I'm going to dip out after five, I'll let you know that too. Because he wasn't getting paid for the show. So that's the thing too, where it's like he can do as much or as little time as he wants. It doesn't change anything. 
But also, I would let it be known, be like, going, hey, I've never been here. I'm not getting paid for this. I'll do five. And if it's going well, I'll keep going. If it's not, I'm done. I'll bring up the next dude, you know. But uh, he did not do that. He just bombed and then said, uh, come on, people. I need some energy. You guys got to give me some energy. And then they just looked at him. And then he's like, okay, I guess I'm done then. And it's like, well, you know, what the fuck? What the fuck, man? You got to stand up there like a fucking soldier. You got nowhere to go. You got nowhere to be. Don't matter if they're not laughing. Get them to laugh. That's the weird thing, too. Especially, you know, comics. You, you hear people say that a lot. You guys got to give me some energy. And uh, no, they don't. The audience does not have to give you any energy. It is, in fact, your job to get them to feel something. They're not there to make you feel anything. You're on stage. You're the one supposed to be giving something to them. But instead, you just want to take. You want to take and take and take, and you don't want to give anything back. And that's why you, you know, that's why you ate a dick. That's why you ate a dick. Because you're looking for somebody to give you something rather than giving yourself to them. You know what I mean? I think that I think that is kind of the point of comedy is the audience owes you absolutely nothing. They paid to be at the show. You know what I mean? They don't owe you a response just out of the goodness of their heart to try and make you feel better. It's your job to make them feel better. So anytime someone's like, you guys got to give me some energy, I'm like, hey, you got to go fuck yourself because you're the one supposed to be giving them something. You know what I mean? These motherfuckers just out here, take, 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 take. It's like, what the fuck? You give. The whole point in comedy is giving. You give them the laughs. You make them feel good. You know? Everybody else did well except that dude. So it's not like the audience was like, oh, we're just going to be a shitty audience the whole time. It's like, you got to give them something. Was, was it the best show ever? No. It was probably the lightest show I've been there that I've seen, that I performed at while I was there. You know? But it was still like 35, 40 people. So that's not like a small fucking show, you know? They were great. The audience was great. Did I walk a few people? Yeah. <laughs> I definitely walked some motherfuckers out of the room because I planned on doing like 40, 45 minutes, you know what I mean? But I did I did end up doing a, a little bit under an hour because I was just trying to push it and make sure we we got every every bit of juice out of that fucking fruit that we could. I was just squeezing it, trying to make sure it lasted a little bit longer because, you know, it is what it is. But once we got towards the end, we started, we walked a, walked a few people. Walked a few people with, uh, with the ass-eating material. Didn't even get that heavy into it. As a matter of fact, asked the audience if they would like to hear it. And then, you know, at least half were like, yeah, we do. And then uh, I guess the table that was like, no, we don't, they left. So that's fine. It was towards the end of the night anyway. And then uh, uh, did a little, did my Michael Jackson material as well. And uh, some, an older couple, they were having fun for the most part. Maybe it was just getting late. Maybe they didn't want to hear Michael Jackson material. I wish I could have came up with like maybe a pedophile from like the 40s or 50s. So they could have related to it better. Maybe they just didn't understand what it was so maybe if i don't know i don't i don't know who was a pedophile in the 40s or the 50s but maybe they would have been on board had i had known maybe bozo the clown or something like that maybe who was the who was the town pedophile in mayberry 
<laughs> was there one? I'm pretty sure there was an episode where uh, some fellow was trying to take Opie fishing a little bit too often or something like that. Maybe that's the maybe that's the dude I should have referenced and they would have stuck around. <laughs> maybe, maybe. But all in all, just a great, just a great fucking weekend. Dude, that dude from Chicago stunk up the joint. But kudos to him. You know, I've seen people bomb like that and then immediately leave, like not want to show their face at the venue. But he stayed. He stayed the whole fucking show, stayed through Josh's set, stayed through my set. So uh, kudos to him. You know, a lot of people would take their head and stick it in the sand and uh, just hide when you bomb like that. But, you know, in, in that sense, hats off to that dude. Respect. You know what I mean? But if someone tells you 15 and you do fucking five... Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Get it together. What are you doing? You know? Disappointing a little bit. But all in all, good trip. Happy to do it. Happy to headline for the first time. I did it, people. I've achieved my dreams. I'm headlining clubs in Fort Walton, Florida. Thank you very much for all the support. I couldn't have done it without each and every one of you supporting this podcast and supporting my stand-up. I couldn't have... Never have driven 11 hours round trip (laughs) (laughs) to go make money, to have to pay money back to the guy who booked me for it. So that's, you know, I'm just really appreciative. Really, (laughs) really really appreciative of all of it. Oh, fucking A, man. Fucking A. What else happened? I really don't know what the fuck happened. Travis Scott, did you guys see that shit? What the fuck, man? That music festival, people got trampled or something like that. What was it called? Astro, Astro World Music Festival. Uh, was it a uh, was it another uh, uh, Illuminati ritual going on? Were they sacrificing people out there? I don't know. People lost their lives. People got trampled. Another fucked up situation. What's interesting that I find is everyone is like, Travis Scott should have done something to prevent this. People always need someone to blame rather than blaming themselves. And uh, maybe Travis Scott could have stopped the show, whatever, all this, that, and the other. And maybe you've gotten a little bit better uh, help to the people that needed it. But uh, also, as soon as like, if you watch the footage of this festival, I don't even know if you guys know what I'm talking about, because I really don't know either. Astro World, I guess, is a music festival uh, put on by Travis Scott, and I guess he was headlining this weekend. And during his set, I guess everybody got real excited and started to try and rush the stage. And then some people got crushed. Uh, I guess started having cardiac arrest and, or cardiac. Well, is that arrest? Is it cardiac arrest? Is that right? Do you arrest the cardiac? I don't know. Heart problems, people. I shouldn't be word, using words. I don't know what they mean. People with heart problems. Uh, started collapsing. I guess like at least eight people died. And, uh, you know, they were having trouble getting people out and getting them the care that they needed. But Travis Scott kind of kept performing and kept the show going on. And, uh, you know, people are giving him shit for that, for not stopping his show and getting people some help, which maybe he should have. Maybe he could have done that. But also, if you go back and watch the footage, whenever they start getting like an ambulance close to the people who need help, like going into the crowd or whatever in the cop car. It's just like people who are at the show just start jumping up and down on the ambulance and on the cop car. You know what I mean? So 
while Travis Scott may have been able to play a role in getting some people assistance that they needed, we could also, as people, as a community, as an audience, could be looking out for motherfuckers and maybe trying to take care of them a little bit better. Do you need Travis Scott to tell you to stop doing what you're doing and calm down for a second when you see a dead motherfucker next to you? Do you understand what I'm saying, people? This dude's dead on the fucking ground, and everyone's still just like, well, I'm going to keep having a good time. Remember last year when everybody cared about everybody else and lives matter and we got to take care of one another? Remember all that bullshit that everyone kept saying for a fucking year? Remember that? And now when it, when it really comes down to it, we don't care about one another, people. We really don't. It's shitty. It sucks. But at the end of the day, we don't. You know, however many people were there, 30,000, 60,000, 100,000 people, you know, you got 80 people surrounding this dead guy. And they're like, well, I ate that meal from McDonald's, so I got to enjoy this song. Oh, and here's an ambulance trying to take care of this dead guy. Let me jump up on it so I can get a picture and put it on Instagram. You know what I mean? That's where we're at. So it's like everyone wants to talk shit about Travis Scott. Blame him. I mean, he might have been welcoming some demons into the world through his rituals that he was performing. But, uh, you know, sometimes you got to look in the mirror and go, hey, man, maybe Travis Scott could have stopped the show. But when I, see, when I see the videos, I see a lot of people not giving a fuck about the fact that that guy's dead on the ground in the dirt. You know, people don't want to miss their moment. They don't want to miss the big show that they paid their money for. So... It is what it is. Hearts out to those people, man. You know, back to normal, right, people? This is what we all this is what we all wanted. Back to music festivals, back to games, and uh, just to blame somebody else for for a tragedy. Because God forbid anybody takes any responsibility for their own actions and that shit. But uh, it is what it is. I'm not trying to end it on a fucking bummer like that, but that's the only really thing that I remember from the news last week. <laughs> I don't remember anything else that happened. <laughs> what else happened, people? Y'all let me know. Hit me up, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that shit. Let's get you the animal video clip of the week and get you on your way. This has been a nice little fun Monday morning podcast. I can't remember if I talked about this video or not uh, in an earlier episode. But uh, in case you're new to the podcast, we always do the animal video clip of the week to, at the end of it, you know. Because I love animal videos and I like to give you guys an animal video clip of the week that maybe you could check out and uh, enjoy, you know. Most of them are tigers attacking people, but I've, I've, I still haven't seen any new tiger videos, man. It's been disappointing. It's been such a bummer that I haven't seen tigers and lions attacking people. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why. I feel like maybe, I feel like tiger attacks are being suppressed by the media. I want to see more of them. <laughs> anyway, uh, this video, I don't know where it comes from. I've seen it before. It's fucking hilarious. For some reason, there's a fella, and it's in like an ankle-deep swamp, right? And I guess there's an alligator in the swamp with him, and he's got a gun. Not the alligator, the fella. The fella's got a gun. And I don't know if he was trying to scare the alligator away or what exactly he was trying to do but he didn't want to shoot the alligator that was clear so for some reason he just tries to hit the alligator with the butt of the gun while the alligator's head you know they do that little head thing where it's like the eyes and the nose are above the water 
So he picks up the gun by the barrel and goes to it like a, almost like an axe swing. You know what I mean? Like over the top of the shoulder. Tries to hit the alligator on the head with the butt of the gun. And as soon as the gun, like maybe it hits the alligator, maybe it just hits the water, but sure as shit, it goes off and the fella shoots himself in the stomach. And if that ain't good, wholesome fun, I don't know what is. I don't understand why you wouldn't just hit the alligator with the barrel of the gun or poke it. Or if you're trying to fuck it up, why you wouldn't just shoot it. Instead, you flip the gun around and try to El Caban it, you know. (laughs) And you fucking shoot yourself in the stomach. It's a great video. It's not, listen, it's not gory. It's not uh, tragic. You don't see nothing. It's just, if you put like one of those sound effects over it, one of those cartoons or something like that, or like the whistle, you know, I, I don't know how the whistle went, the little slide whistle. It's, you know, it's like Looney Tunes shit. It's like Daffy Duck trying to get the best of Bugs Bunny, you know? And in this case, Bugs Bunny is the alligator and Daffy Duck is the fella. And he's like, it's it's rabbit season. And he tries to hit him with the gun and then he shoots himself. It's fucking hilarious. It's straight out of a cartoon. Go check it out, people. The link's in the description of the podcast. All right? Hey, I hope we had some fun today. Thanks for checking out the podcast, everybody. I really appreciate it. I got some shows coming up. I didn't write them down. I can't remember where they are. But I am doing one in Flint, Michigan on December 23rd. My first show in Flint. I'll be back home for that. And uh, in Cincinnati, I want to say it's the 16th through the 19th, something like that. But you can go to joekellycomedy.com for all uh, my dates and everything like that. I'll also be in Dubuque, Iowa with my good friend Aaron Weber uh, in January. In Cincinnati, I'll be with Dave Waite. That's right. I'm featuring for Dave Waite in Cincinnati. So uh, some good shows, joekellycomedy.com. You can check out all my dates there. You can also find the link to... uh, my album or if you want to watch it you can find the link to the youtube channel and all that shit joekellycomedy.com that's it for you man i hope you had a good weekend i hope you have a good week get out there get some shit done ain't no one gonna do shit for you so you gotta do it for yourself all right remember that no one's coming for you and no one cares so you got all the power don't ever forget that don't ever fucking forget that okay take care of yourself take care of somebody else I'll catch you around real soon. Later.